0: Hello and welcome to the Marks-ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we are talking about the 2007 film Sunshine. But before we get into that, uh, I have some news. Um, So kind of the the biggest news I would say in the movie making industry is the possibility of a uh, Writers Guild of America strike. Uh, Have you heard anything about this?
1: I did. I thought I was about 97% in favor of striking so far.
0: Yeah, that was uh, the most recent vote, um, which, you know, is a big deal. I think uh, the last strike by the Writers Guild was in 2008. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, a big reason of why they're wanting to go on strike now is, like, A, of course, wages. Um, But a, a big part of that is streaming. Uh, because mm-hmm. of streaming kind of they there there's a lot more jobs but the jobs are getting paid a lot less mm-hmm. and uh, adjusted for inflation basically they've had a twenty three percent decrease in wages since uh ten years ago which nice. is pretty bad <laughs> not not great if you asked anyone to take a twenty three percent decrease in their wages they would say no uh, and of course the other one uh, other reason why there are uh wanting to go on strike is because they want better protection against uh ai stealing their intellectual property Absolutely. because like a lot of like uh well even like the russo brothers like just came up like yeah let's make a movie using just ai but ai doesn't know how to not steal intellectual property so basically they'll they're taking sources from like what's already out there yeah. which is someone else's creative property so it's a uh, I can tell I, I'm definitely in support of their strike. I think us as a leftist podcast are, of course, uh, uh, on their side. But did you have anything else to add, or had you heard anything else uh, about the strike?
1: Yeah, writer, writer strike is, like, obviously, like from a content perspective, it means that it's going a lot of first-time writers. If they do go, if they do go strike, I, I hope they can ratify some sort of CV, CBA so we can, we can avoid a strike. But, uh, but I want those concessions to be lessened. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's probably going to be a strike because last time, last time there was a strike, we got some really crappy movies written, written <laughs> by first time writers, like, and, uh,
0: n- n- not just first time writers, but, uh, scabs.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah, scabs and non-guild members and et cetera. So yeah, I, I also, am, am I will 10 times out of 10 often be favor in, in favor of unions and all that stuff, except for like some some sketchy unions, like police police unions. Anyway, um, <laughs> police yeah. unions aren't really unions. Exactly. Um, if, if 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 a person from the right strike kills someone, if a person from the right side kill someone, the, the guild doesn't help them c- get get out of jail.
0: <laughs> exactly. But uh, well, maybe it should. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah,
1: but I been, especially with streaming, there's a lot of untested waters. Especially when it comes to, like, residuals being paid, Mm -hmm. I know, like, um, HBO Max, which isn't isn't in Canada, but they've, um, has been, like, pulling products from streaming that aren't being viewed as much, which means that writers aren't being paid for those, like, screen time being watched
0: or even like uh, Netflix doing the thing where like it only does two seasons because each season they would have to give a pay raise to writers. Yeah. Uh, if, if like the show continues like after two seasons. So I can, I, I always hear people come like, Oh, like all the good shows only have two seasons. Then they, they get canceled. Well, it's a big reasons cause they don't want to pay their writers or yeah. their actors or <laughs> anyone else. And well, uh, I was reading a little bit, uh, in the, the site of Vox, not Fox, but Vox with a V. Um, and, and they were kind of saying that there's like a possibility of uh, a sort of a grander strike um, so like if, if they go like if the Writers Guild goes on strike there's a possibility that other unions are also going to go on strike both in solidarity but also in like their own sort of efforts to like get pay increases and stuff so mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting if we could get if we would see like a general strike in the film industry it would be quite cool mm-hmm.
1: it is weird that this, this talk of strike comes around the time of CinemaCon which is a lot more like a celebration of like Pop movies,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: that's that's definitely to take up more of more of the news, the news sphere. Do
0: you have any uh, news from CinemaCon while we're talking about it? Um, *Kung Kung Fu Panda
1: 4* is happening. That's the thing that I'm most excited about.
0: Interesting. Disney did
1: Disney did their thing where they showed the character posters for *The Little Mermaid*, which is like, oh, cool! It's
0: a fish and a (laughs) crab. I hate the Disney remakes. They're so bad. The only,
1: the only good, 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 good one has been Cinderella that I've yeah. seen. I've I've heard decent things about the David Lowry about about, about the um the Pete's Dragon. I heard heard that one's pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, I I don't. Know. I just don't like the idea of them in general. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it seems so can, boring.
1: If you can add to it without making it longer, because like the whole thing, like the the new Little Mermaid is fifty minutes longer than the original. Mm-hmm. What are you adding?
0: nothing just random filler like it's it's pretty bad
1: yeah yeah it's just it's just a print money glitch and i hate it so much
0: yep pretty much uh do you have any other news before i go to my last piece of news no you can go ahead all right so my my last bit of news is a bit of a sadder one uh so uh yesterday uh harry Belaf- uh, font died oh, uh oh yeah so like uh he's a pretty well-known uh actor and activist and musician he he was a a, a egot winner um Mm -hmm. his last film was uh, a small part in black klansman by spike lee uh he was a, a huge part of the civil rights movement he was actually friends with like martin luther king jr um he was well uh I, I he, he was a controversial figure for a lot of Americans because in the, like in the 1980s he called for the end to the U.S. Uh, embargo in Cuba and he like actually supported Fidel Castro and like went to meet with Fidel Castro. So yeah. Uh, yeah, very sad to see him die. But uh, yeah, yeah it, it's a good time to just kind of celebrate his his activism and his his uh, craftsmanship.
1: It just puts things into perspective on how how not long ago civil rights passed
0: yep people, <laughs> like 50 years ago and like people yeah. have lived like towards the fight of it it's crazy
1: yeah and like because like Martin w- with the king could still be alive today. he'd be yep. very old but like he could he could could basically still be still be, be alive
0: mm-hmm very much so but if uh the, if if the FBI didn't didn't kill him classic the state killing well or like someone like Fred Hampton would be like right? not not very old either like
1: <laughs> w- like we're older than Fred Hampton was when he was killed
0: Yep. Which is crazy to think about. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, classic the state not liking leftist ideas.
1: Crazy. crazy yeah.
0: Idea. Right. Anyways, uh, let us get into uh, Sunshine. Uh, do you have any fun facts for us? Sunshine is a
1: 2007 sci-fi psychological thriller written by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland. Um, it has a cast of many. Kelly Murphy, <laughs> Rose Byrne, Cliff Curtis, Chris Evans... Harduki Sonata, Benedict Wong, and Michelle Yeoh. It was released, yeah, a- April 6th, 2007, budget of $40 million and a box office of $32 million. So, like, pretty little, little, little budget, didn't make, make its budget back, but it still slaps, so.
0: Yeah, and, like, it's actually a pretty impressive cast. Like, well, uh, most of those actors, I guess, weren't as big as they are now, but, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, Michelle Yeoh and... Uh, especially like being like a big name now, or uh, Chris Evans, obviously, <laughs> like since being Captain America is like a, a huge name, so uh, mm-hmm. it's quite quite nice to see them in a, in a smaller budget movie. But uh, maybe we could get into kind of the technical aspects before we get too much into the storyline. How's that sound?
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so it was shot, I think it, it, they, they did so production started in 2005, I believe. They mm-hmm. did, they, they did. A, a year doing the v- VFX
0: and the, it, it shows cause the VFX is like spectacular and looks a lot more expensive than it yeah. should. Like it definitely yeah. doesn't look like a $30 million movie. It looks like an 80 to $90 million movie.
1: Yeah. Like you see some new movies now with the, with like, too, too inflated, but like it's like 200 million. It's like you can't even tell where the money went.
0: Yeah. Like, this one,
1: I- like, yeah, it's just some of some of the shots in this movie. I'm like, how the hell do you do that?
0: Yeah, and even like the like the costume design uh, of like the spacesuits and stuff is oh. like some of the coolest designs I've seen in a movie and like the budget's so small. It's, it's very impressive. It shows like how creativity can flow when you have a smaller budget. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was quite impressed with all that sort of stuff. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, uh, discussing like uh, the cinematography, there's a lot of like very interesting shots. I found that uh, they really like to do like the Dutch angle uh, if you know what that is.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of duches.
0: Yes. So, like, uh, and I think that does, a, like, it adds to the storytelling a lot because it really does kind of create, like, the which way is up kind of feeling that you're supposed to have in space as well as just, like, the confusion in the storytelling, which uh, I found quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, also, watching it, like, on my OLED TV, like, the contrasts are beautiful. Like, seeing, like, the darkness of space combined with, like, the brightness of the sun is just very sort of eye-dropping. And, like, it just... Yeah. <laughs> it really holds up for a movie from almost 10 years ago. Like, yeah, 15 years the, ago, I guess.
1: I love the suits so much. Where, like, the way they're... The way, the way they're, like... They look a little goofy, but, like, they're meant to, like, deflect heat and radiation.
0: Yeah, exactly. You need something that looks a little goofy to protect you.
1: Yeah. Because, like... I love when... Like how the the sun plays such an impact, like as a as a sort of like god external force, but also like just like the slightest like when when they're when they're on top fixing the the ship with the captain and killing Murphy there, how like that how that one turn just just vaporizes the captain yeah at at that right angle gone just vaporized gone reduced to atoms as Thanos would say yes just Um, like
0: the power of the sun kind of thing
1: yeah. And, like, how the sun drives people mad. And how it's just, I I love it. I also love, like, how diverse the cast is and how clear everyone's role is. Without, mm-hmm. like, uh, without a ton of exhibition, it's really good.
0: Yeah, like, like, it doesn't treat its audience like it's stupid. It's, uh like at the start, there's a little bit of voiceover, which is kind of, like, a cliche for, like, oh, like, it's talking down to the audience. But uh, for the most part, this movie is, like, no, like it expects you to just like follow along, even though like we don't have like these huge backstories for the, uh, for the the characters or anything. But uh, uh, we should expect you to follow along, and it works really well. Uh, I I find that like, even I, I, well, we'll get into the ending because the ending is a little bit crazy. But like, it, it never treats its audience like it's stupid, which I find is a big problem for a lot of like these sort of like sci-fi movies nowadays. Is that like they like to just I don't know, dumb it down a lot, whereas this one doesn't, which mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate. But yeah, uh, going back to the cinematography, what I, I really found uh, like going back to the contrast idea. There's also like a, a very unique sort of splash of color in this movie. Mm. Uh, like like you kind of expect just like the golds and like the blacks from like the sun and space, but you also get uh, sort of pops of green uh, from which is like very vivid against like the darkness or like blood which is just like that, like very dark uh, red against like a white, like it's it's very shocking when you're like, you get kind of lulled into a, uh, a sort of trance by the, the black and the gold. When all of a sudden you see these pops, it really sticks in your mind. Uh, do you notice that as well?
1: Yeah, the, definitely. And the colors and we are popping, even like I love, a, a really neat creative choice that I like is um, supposed so When you get the other captain, who sneaks aboard the ship, you never see him clearly. Mm-hmm. He's just always like, like it looks like the reverse flash vibrate effect from the Flash show.
0: Yeah, I guess I haven't seen the Flash show, but yes, okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. But like
1: the way they have it is like he's moving so fast where he's, just like, where he's like just like vibrating, kind
0: mm-hmm. of. Yeah,
1: I say as I shake shake my hands like like people can can see me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, uh, and, like, that's definitely very interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll get more to it when we talk about, like, the the more story side of it, because I, yeah. I definitely want to discuss that, but uh, before we get into that, I want to discuss, uh, what did you think of the soundtrack and, like, the sound editing of this movie?
1: It was great. The the, the score slaps, and even, like, I like how they, even you, know, you know, there's no, like, sound in space, so the whole them being able to communicate outside of the ship wouldn't be able to happen, but, like, Yes, maybe. Hey, he would. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm a sp- space physicist. <laughs> but, like, I just love. But Kappa is. Kappa's great. I Kappa's honestly, like, a signal male. Positively. <laughs> he just. He, he does his job, you know? He doesn't. Like. I like how, like, he knows that he's the most important one on the ship, but he doesn't flex it. Yeah. Like, he's. He. he like. He doesn't want to have to be the last one to survive, but, like, just, like, the weight, like, the weight that he feels, where like, where they have where they have to, like, kill or, like, execute people is, like, just the weight, the weight this bears on him, and, like, Kelly Murphy is so good, like, honestly, he's probably the most underrated actor of our generation, I guess. Yeah, he,
0: he's really good in this movie, very, very well uh, acted uh, in the main role. But uh, yeah, no. The sound, I, I agree, very good. Uh, there's points where I'm like, eh, soundtrack is a little cliche, but then there's other points where it's phenomenal. And yeah. uh, like, just like the, sort of the transitions of sound and like the the silence combined with the score, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. really well done. But uh, yeah, let's get into a bit more of the story. Um, so, I guess what what do you do you think is like the meaning of this movie? Like a. Uh, I, I kind of what I saw is it's a, it's kind of a um science versus religion kind of concept. Would you mm-hmm. uh, say that you saw that as well, or did you see something different?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's I want to big did like it's not quite man's search for meaning, but like it's more so man's place or I guess humanity, whatever humanity's place in the universe mm-hmm. where like, if the sun goes cold, that only impacts us. There's no other sentient life in the, in our solar system that we know of, mm-hmm. which is so weird to think about. the Like the, the, this, the sun, which heats nine planets and Pluto. Stupid Pluto, no, no not not in a real planet. Dab <laughs> on him. Um, but like, and like how. And there, there definitely is some religious and science elements because, like, one of the ways that humanity searches for meaning is through religion, mm-hmm. which is like also you can see. In space, there's no God, so like, I mean, from a from a purely storytelling perspective, like, like yeah, um, man, this movies movie makes you think, think think so much, but like so like. um, Cliff, Cliff Curtis character in the beginning how he started in, in the beginning you already see him kind of already seeing the sun as a deity mm-hmm. and I love the when you see the captain of the old ship played by Mark Strong by the way um and you see him going mad by the sun yeah and like just in this
0: you can see sort of like the different elements of like religious people like religious zealot versus someone who's just dedicated versus like someone like uh Uh, Michelle Yeoh, who, like, would say that, like, she needs the sun for, like, her plants, but isn't as, like, devoted as someone like Mark Strong. And and you kind of see, like, the Mm -hmm. sort of spectrum of religion that there is in how they uh, communicate with the sun or or that sort of thing. Did you see that as well?
1: Definitely. Yeah. And, like, how religiosity is kind of the downfall of humanity.
0: Yeah, but also in a way like the savior because like uh, someone like uh, Cliff uh, sacrifices himself because of the sun, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, So it's definitely sort of the the duality and uh, and then like I would say like uh, Kappa, uh, Mace, uh, they would sort of represent like the science or like the atheistic sort of view of the world Mm -hmm. and they can't really do it by themselves either. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like at least the way I interpreted this movie is that basically um, like just being religious or just being scientific doesn't really work. You kind of like both rely on the idea of sacrificing or like being like selfless for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And, and you kind of need either science with a little bit of mysticism or mysticism with science for it to get anything done. Otherwise you'll just end up being like a, a zealot, like Mark Strong or, uh, like something like that, where where eventually like you don't really get what you want done. You're you're just ending up killing people, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, is that kind of how you interpreted what this movie is trying to say, or how how would you uh, view what what this movie was going for?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, because nowadays it's so popular to just like dismiss all forms of religion.
0: Yes like, and no, but yeah, yeah. Well,
1: kind of like. In a lot of leftist circles, it's very easy to just to dismiss religion because from, I, mean, I, I get it. I do understand the whole, like, Christianity being used to oppress people, people. I do get that. But also, like, any any type of bad bad faith and any t- type of bad religion can do that. It's not, it's not just one religion or, or the other. Every religion has good and bad beliefs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that, and I do think that it's a big problem with a lot of leftist circles, and uh, where they say, "Oh, like we're going to write off religion; we just have to think about it." Uh, Whereas, well, uh, kind of the way I like to see it is that religion, while yes, it can be a a form of alienation for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, it also is a sphere of people's lives that us as leftists shouldn't just ignore, because like so many people are connected to religion. We sh- we shouldn't just be like oh well that's just like something stupid for children. Uh, we yeah. should be like no, like, like, it's a legitimate way of understanding the world. Like you can't just look at the world from a scientific view. You also need some mysticism and, and like some some sort of greater explaining of the world. Like I I, I basically my view is like uh, we should follow science. Yeah. Uh, like like we should believe in science. Like hey climate change that exists. We shouldn't just say that because there's a, there may or may not be a god that. Climate change doesn't exist, right? right. Uh, but also, like, there's so many things that we can't explain with science. Like, who knows, like, why the Big Bang happened or uh, stuff like that? Like, like uh, yeah. or, or, like, what is our, our purpose in life, right? Like, like, there's like these sort of greater philosophical questions where uh, science doesn't have an answer or, or there's not like a, a historical answer. And and in that sense, uh, mysticism of, of any kind, whether that be like religion or, uh, just some sort of spirituality uh, it can help kind of ground people or or least like give them sort of a, a purpose and and us as leftists shouldn't uh should like maybe like stand against uh, organizations that are alienating and harming people but also not look down on people who turn to these places right mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm a little bit well i I recently heard like a paper about uh, religion and Marxism so like that's why this is kind of ingrained in my head. Uh, yeah. I, I know I recommended you some some books by uh a Christian Marxist. Yes. Uh did you end up reading any of those? I've not. I've been very browsing
1: busy. Them? I'm very busy with with, with work.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> uh but but essentially uh, kind of the, the idea is uh that like it doesn't make sense to be fighting religion and capitalism. <laughs> it, it makes more sense to to kind of fight capitalism and once capitalism is gone the oppression that we see from religion would also be gone because like like at least like today so much of like christianity has tied itself to capitalism and to power yeah that once that is gone christianity and religion as a whole would look very different than it does now uh so like even like when when uh like marx is saying stuff like uh like opium of the masses kind of thing yeah, uh I, I, that's what everyone says like oh like like uh, marx hated uh Religion, but like the uh, I, I won't go into my full essay, but basically like like uh, a like Marx took opium himself. Yep. Uh, like opium wasn't like the sort of stigmatized thing that we see now. Uh, I, I, the way I would understand what Marx meant by that is more that it's just a way of, of getting through the world. So like, like religion is kind of like easing the pain of capitalism yep. and and being alienated, uh, but it's not it's not a cure. It's not a cure yeah. to capitalism. It's not a cure to all of our, our sort of uh, ailments. It's it's just sort of a, an easing of the pain. And, and uh, as leftists, I think that's kind of a, a focus of us, right? Is that capitalism is ultimately uh, our biggest problem. And, and kind of whenever there's a hierarchy of one person over another, that creates a, a problem. And uh, we, we ultimately want an egalitarian world where everyone has equal amounts of power kind of thing. Mm. Anyways, that's that's my spiel yeah. <laughs> from, from from this movie. We'll, uh, have, we'll,
1: have, we'll have a good tangent.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I guess it, uh, in that sense, uh, this movie is good for creating discussion. Absolutely. Uh, do you have more, more to, to add to the, the religion in this movie?
1: I do. Uh, well, not necessarily religion, but power d- d- dynamics. I love I, as I joked about before, the most f- 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 fantastical part of this movie is the world teaming up together in this t- type of scenario. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> this this would never happen.
0: I mean, hey, like, maybe, maybe, maybe f- fifty years from now, maybe maybe it would.
1: Like I don't think that if the sun went, if the sun was going cold, I don't think that all the countries in the world would would unite to do that because. <laughs> Like, what happened was, um, what happened is, America would, would send a ship, China, Russia, whatever. Like, every country would, would, would just send their own ship. Mm-hmm. I think, instead of, like, the whole, like, teaming up everything to make two ships, well, one, ideally, but then obviously they have to do two. But, yeah.
0: I mean, I think it was supposed to be a lot like the International Space Station, which does have a bunch of other countries on it.
1: That's true. I guess that, that, that does exist
0: so yes but it, that, that definitely does feel a bit fanciful in today's uh climate, climate. political climate absolutely <laughs> very much so um okay uh what did you think of the last like third it seems like like that is where a lot of people disliked this movie when they watched it um so what what are your thoughts on like the last third I, of this
1: movie I'm always a sucker for a good genre genre switch I love how it just kind of turns to a a slasher film part, part like in the last third
0: like a cycle like a like a weirdly trippy <laughs> slasher movie yeah
1: i get people not liking it i really i, I do i get it i get why I, I i don't agree but i get why it's not yeah. like a thing where like i can totally see where they are coming from like also you, you you come to watch this whatever sci-fi existential movie and kind of turn it to turn into a slasher which like i get it um but I think it, I think it works because it adds adds almost almost it just adds some more stakes and, and a ticking clock, yeah, which I'm a sucker for a good t- ticking clock, where, like, now oh, now 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 we have this, plus we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to worry about this before that before that this happens etc cetera, etc, cetera. so mm-hmm.
0: yeah, well I I I agree. I I agree I I also really like the ending I think it uh, it's chaotic but in like all the right ways. It uh, it really does throw you off, but I don't know. It, like like any good sci-fi film, it like pushes the envelope and like makes you think about the the world as a whole. And like uh, like I was saying before, like sort of like the religious zealot sort of aspect you see in uh, the pinbacker uh, character, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it definitely makes like the rewatch better. Like when when you see like uh, Icarus One and what happens there, you're kind of like, oh, what what did happen here? And you're kind of looking mm-hmm. for it on on the rewatch. And uh, it's very trippy, like, uh, <laughs> like where he, where, like, Pinbacker is just, like, vibrating, like you were saying, all the time. And you're like, what the hell's happening? Uh, <laughs> this is a confusing sort of thing. And it's very trippy. And you're like, you see some sort of. Deity has he has he become <laughs> in, encapsulated by some sort of spirit or something, and yeah. it, it, it's very wild. But I I think it works. I think it creates. If you're expecting like your sort of just classic sci-fi, like I don't know, expect more 2001: Space Odyssey, where you're going to be a little confused. Mm. Uh, don't expect like just a straightforward sci-fi movie. I guess going into this.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, definitely some. Gross out effects by the end where, uh, <laughs> you just like see his skin getting ripped off.
1: Oh, that was. I must. I I hate that kind of gore. That kind of gore where it's like. Yeah, anything involving flesh being opened. I'm like, I hate that. I hate that a lot.
0: Yeah, real gross. So if you are squeamish, just don't watch like the last like, thirteen minutes.
1: Or or like watch the, like partially covered eyes. Because
0: yes. Just
1: like open your eyes a little bit. To Do the whole, like, put your finger into and open, like, two, open two, two, two fingers. <laughs> to...
0: But 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 do expect uh, some gross out, at, but it's only at the very end. so Yeah. You should be safe. Uh, anyways, uh, I think that's all I have to say with this movie. Do you have anything else to say? That is all I have. All right. Well, I guess we'll give it our ratings. Uh, what is your rating for this movie?
1: I'm going to give it a good old I, I, you know, four and a half stars. I'll, I'll, I'll give it two two thumbs up it i re-watching it i really appreciate it more also it's very it's pretty short quick crisp iron 40 love that
0: yeah i really want the blu-ray of this i give it a, a crisp thumb and a two thirds yeah it's pretty... <laughs> uh no i i really like this movie it's uh i mean i in my view not perfect but i definitely think it's underrated yeah and uh yeah Enjoyable time. Anyways, I have a quick letterboxed game for you if you're up for that. Um, I'm going to make this one a little bit easier because one of these reviews is from someone that we know is letterboxed. Oh, boy. (laughs) So uh, we'll we'll see if that helps. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Number one. The hottest thing in this movie isn't the sun, winky face.
1: Ooh.
0: Number two. White people really can't tan. Number three, I've always wanted to watch someone nuke the sun. And number four, have yet to watch a space film where everyone just has a nice time.
1: Number three is Retinold.
0: Yes, yes
1: it is. I was there, I was there when, <laughs> when he wrote it. So. All
0: right, you got that one. Now, which one's mine, though?
1: Oh, yours. Yours is number, number four?
0: Uh, which one is that? Have you yet to see a space film? Yeah. That is not mine. Mine nah. is white people really can't tan.
1: True. True.
0: <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, do you have any quick recommendations for us?
1: I, I have two. Um, one is Ad Astra. It's it's pretty similar to this one. Kind mm-hmm. of. turn turned into like low-budget sci-fi space stuff. Nice. With like semi realistic space travel. Brad Pitt's in it. Pretty cool if there's like a chase scene on the moon. With like, la- with like laser guns on moon buggies it's pretty dope it's fun um, also Evil Dead 2 because I watched Evil Dead e- Dead Rise I also watched Evil Dead 2 I'm like man Evil Dead 2 slaps incredibly hard so
0: I did need to watch those movies they've been on my list for a long time never gotten around to it but they, they seem fun who doesn't love a Sam Rainey flick
1: a little campy horror also I do love how like theoretically Doctor Strange and the Multiverse multis- of Madness could fit into the Evil Dead
0: universe yeah. Also, that movie's underrated. First half real bad, last half amazing.
1: Multiverse of Madness.
0: Yes. Very true. That, that, that's my hot take because I actually enjoyed that one. I didn't like Me the well, beginning, but I like the ending.
1: Probably, probably the do you think it'd be the best movie of Phase Four?
0: So far, yeah. They're they're all pretty bad. <laughs> I
1: mean, Phase Four ended ended with Black Panther, which I always forget about.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's not great. <laughs> are, are you going to go see the new? Uh, What's it called? Guardians,
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, oh, Guardians, I'll, I'll be there day day one.
0: It looks, I don't know, the trailers have been kind of cringy to me. Maybe, uh, I hope it's better in, in actuality, but I don't know. I have
1: faith in James Gunn because he hasn't missed with a superhero film yet.
0: So. Okay. Uh, anyways, my, my recommendation for this week is the movie uh, Shoplifters by uh, Hirokazu uh, Koraida.
1: I'm pretty sure you've you've uh, recommended that one before. But well, I'm... i am i
0: there's a reason for me recommending it again and that's because it just got added to CBC Gems so it's a free movie if you're in Canada so if you are a Canadian go watch this movie, you have no excuses because it's literally free for everyone, so <laughs> go watch it <laughs>
1: my government taxpayer dollars go to
0: exactly. If you're gonna, <laughs> it's tax time so hey, at least watch some a, a good movie with those tax dollars Hell yeah! even though I get all my taxes back because I'm a student but who cares <laughs> anyways so that's been our episode this week thanks for listening tune in next time when we talk about something
1: bye bye now